All right, guys, welcome back to the Saturday Walk Talks podcast, where we navigate fitness, motherhood, and everything in between. I'm your host, Shay Markley. All right, so what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to kind of dive into the different dieting phases. And I'm not entirely sure dieting is 100% accurate um, because we are going to cover like maintenance and a building phase. And when you typically think of the word diet, you think of being in a deficit, of working on fat loss. I'm not entirely sure that dieting is the right term to use, but I honestly don't know what else to call them. I don't know if we should call them nutritional phases or lifestyle phases. So we're going to go with dieting and using dieting just in the general term of like nutrition and where we set our calories and macros. So that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to use. I'm making the executive decision um, and we're going to call them dieting cycles. If you guys have a, a better suggestion or a better name to call them, I would love to hear it. But I think that there's just a lot of, there's not a lot of knowledge and a lot of education around anything other than being in a fat loss phase. I think society, especially for women really, you know, preaches us being the the smallest version of ourselves and we're inundated with, you know, constant diet of this or this diet or, you know, this new fad diet and the new diet food. And so we're just always chronically, like it's in our face to be in a deficit and to be working towards fat loss. And nobody ever talks about maintenance or doing a build. You know, I certainly didn't have a lot of knowledge around those topics. Um, I will be the first to admit that I am a chronic visitor to deficit land. You know, I always just thought that I had to have this goal, this weight loss goal, And I had to stay in a deficit until I achieved it. And then once I achieved it, I was just supposed to set my sights on a a smaller number or a smaller body fat percentage. And then I had to stay in a deficit until I reached that number and then just, you know, hit that on repeat. And I didn't realize that you're supposed to cycle through these different phases and that you're not supposed to live in deficit land. That is not where you make your home. But I have a friend who recommended this one account on Instagram. And I just want to say that I absolutely freaking love this woman and her account and all of her content. She focuses a lot on maintenance and on builds and kind of like the psychological and the mindset part behind it. And she's just very empowering for women to start choosing strong over skinny. And the more that I look at her content and listen to her pep talks, the more and more and more that I want to move into maintenance and get out of fat loss phases. And that's actually one of my goals, um, one of my resolutions that I set for myself this year. Um, I know we're getting a little off topic. I promise I'll get back on track here. Um, But I actually set a goal for myself to spend more time in maintenance this year um, and then to eventually do a build. And that's kind of scary for me. I've never tried to do that before. So I'm trying to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and, you know, to get out of my comfort zone of being in a deficit. And it's actually kind of really sad that I just said my comfort zone was in a deficit. 
because again, that's not where we want to live. But anyways, giving this this woman a quick shout out on my podcast. Her name is Anne Fitlab. Um, I believe her IG handle is Anne um, two underscores and then Fitlab. Um, she is freaking awesome, and if you don't follow her, you should. She's great. Anyways, getting back on track. Dieting phases. That's what we're talking about. So we are going to cover the four different dieting phases, um, which are maintenance, a deficit, build, and reverse. And we're going to kind of talk about what they are. Um, We'll cover what they aren't, the goals and benefits of each, how to kind of calculate your calories and macros, and how long you should stay in each phase. So let's dive in. I'm going to start with maintenance. I know most of you are probably like, let's talk fat loss. Like I want to hear about fat loss. But maintenance is actually the most important dieting phase, in my opinion. So I want that to sink in. Maintenance is the most important dieting phase. So what is it? Simply put, it just means that you're eating enough calories to maintain your current weight and your current physique. That's it. That's that's what maintenance is. It's maintaining your current weight. You know, being in maintenance is so beneficial. This is where you are nourishing your body correctly. Um, you're working on those day-to-day habits, those lifestyle habits, some of which I covered in my podcast episode before this. It's so much easier to build day-to-day habits when you don't feel like you're starving. A deficit is hard enough It is 10 times harder if you don't already have those lifestyle habits in place. So maintenance is a great time to be working on building those habits and having that strong foundation so that when you do decide to move into a deficit, it is easier because you already know what to do. So it's a great place to work on that. And I I really would encourage anybody who's wanting to make changes to their current physique that they start in maintenance and they learn what works for them because you have more freedom in maintenance. You don't have a ton of wiggle room in a deficit but you do in maintenance and it makes it so much easier to make sure that you have those habits in place. So keep that in mind, you know, if you're you're currently working on some physique goals that maybe starting in maintenance might be a good option for you. Maintenance is also where you're able to build some muscle and you can change your body composition. You know, when you properly nourish your body, like your energy levels are better, your sleep is better, you have better workouts, you can lift better, and you actually have time to, like you're giving yourself a chance to build muscle, which is going to be really important, again, if you move into a fat loss phase. The more muscle you have, the more calories your body burns at rest without doing anything, which means when you move into a fat loss phase, you can eat more food and you're less likely to be miserable. You should be wanting to live at maintenance. You should be spending the majority of your time, 80 to 90% of your time, should be in maintenance. And then you pop into these fat loss phases or you move into a build um, and you get in and you get out and you do the work. And I think 
I think people have this perception that I know I did anyways, that when you're in maintenance, like you're not really working towards anything. Like you don't really have a goal. Like, oh, my goal is to maintain my weight. Like that's not working towards something. But I want you to think about this. Being in maintenance or even in a build, that is where you build your ideal body. Whatever that means to you. You know, I can't speak for what for what you think an ideal body is that, you know, everybody is different. Um, so whatever your ideal body is to you, you are building that in a maintenance phase. And then when you move into a fat loss phase, that's where you reveal the work that you put in during maintenance or a build. So I want you to think about that. Maintenance is work. You just, you have more freedom. You have a little bit more leeway, but you're still working towards something. And so you should want to be spending the majority of your time in maintenance. Kind of the golden rule is a one to two ratio from a fat loss phase to a maintenance phase. So just for example, you know, if you spend 12 weeks in a fat loss phase, then you should plan on spending 24 weeks at maintenance. You know, if you do eight weeks of a fat loss phase, then you should be spending 16 weeks at maintenance before you move on to, you know, a different dieting phase. And I want to remind you too that during maintenance or any phase really, that weight fluctuations are completely normal. And in a maintenance phase, you can kind of expect to see, you know, one to five pound fluctuations either over or under your maintenance weight, okay? That is completely normal. So don't freak out if you see that happen when you step on the scale. And kind of the last thing that I want to touch on on maintenance is, well, how do I calculate my maintenance calories? So you can use a TDEE calculator. Um, They'll have you, you know, if you're not going to use a coach, you can go online and find a TDEE calculator, kind of calculate your calories and macros from there. But you'll basically enter in your weight, height, age, activity level. Those are kind of usually the standard data points. And then it'll give you an estimated calorie range. So when you are calculating out your calories, I would get two different readings. I would recommend setting your activity level at low. So maybe where, you know, the suggestion where it says you exercise one to three times a week. And then I would do another calculation um, at more of like a moderate exercise level. So kind of that three to four times a week that you're working out and then kind of take the middle number between those two readings and start there and you still are going to want to weigh in you're going to want to have some kind of data that you're collecting as you kind of see the trends of your weight you can make adjustments to your calories you know if you consistently are seeing that you're still losing weight then you need to up you know I'd recommend upping your calories and vice versa if you see that you're consistently gaining weight then your maintenance calories are too high and you're probably in a little bit of a surplus and I would lower your calories down for a couple of weeks and then kind of see you know what's going on I think people have this conception that like there's this one magic number, like you're going to maintain your weight at 2,200 calories and it's actually a range. And, you know, for you, you might maintain your weight between like 
2,000 to 2,200 calories. And anything lower than 2,000, you're losing weight. And anything above 2,200, you're gaining weight. But it's actually a range that you can fluctuate between. So again, collecting data is extremely important because it just kind of gives you that knowledge and guidance on how to make changes to make sure that you are hitting your current goal. All right, moving on to fat loss or being in a deficit. How do you figure out your calories when you are in a fat loss phase? So again, you're going to want to calculate your maintenance calories. And if you're coming off of a maintenance period, then you should have a good idea of what that number is. You want to minus 10 to 15% of your maintenance calories and use that as your starting point. And again, collect data so you can see trends and you can kind of see how your body responds and then adjust accordingly. There's also no magic like ratio of macros, okay? You're gonna, you know, the most important thing is tracking your calories and tracking your protein and then kind of let your carbs and fats fall where they may. If you like to eat more carbs, then your fats are going to be a little bit lower. If you prefer fat, then your carbs are going to be a little bit lower. Um, But there's really no perfect ratio, okay? It's all about what works for you. The goal of fat loss should be to eat as much as possible and still make progress. Ladies, we want to eat all the food. The longer that you stay at maintenance, the more responsive your body will be at fat loss because it is coming off of a period where your body was well-fed, well-nourished, and had a lot of energy. Plus, you're holding on to that muscle that you built while being in maintenance, okay? So the longer that you can stay at maintenance and let your body heal from being a chronic dieter, the more responsive you will be in your fat loss phase. So how long should you stay in a fat loss phase? This kind of varies person to person. Generally speaking, I would say spending about 12 weeks in fat loss before you move out of it. But the most important thing, you know, whether you're doing, you know, a quick mini cut at like four to six weeks, or, you know, you are kind of at that 10 to 12 week period, or maybe you are doing a little bit of a longer dieting phase, is that you set that timeline and you get in, you do the work and you get out. Because remember, we don't live in deficit land anymore. We don't. It's a place that we go to visit, we pop in, we do the work, and then we get out and we go home to maintenance, okay? You know, you're probably going to have to do multiple cycles between fat loss phases and restorative phases to achieve the results that you are trying to achieve. What we don't want to do is go from one fat loss cycle right into another fat loss cycle right into another. Your body needs to rest and re-nourish itself. So you're probably going to do, you know, maybe spend 12 weeks at fat loss and then spend 24 weeks at maintenance. And then maybe from there, you know, you go into a build and then from your build, you go back into a fat loss and maybe you kind of cycle through those three phases until you reach your goal. And then once you reach your goal, we live at maintenance and we stay there 
and we just chill. And that can be hard. It is hard. Especially when you're used to being a chronic dieter, like maintenance is scary and it's uncomfortable, but that's okay. It's okay because you're building strength and you're letting your body heal. Okay. So when should we stop a fat loss phase? This is, this is something very important because again, going back to my own personal experience, like I always thought that you had to set a goal and then you had to stay in fat loss until you hit it. And sometimes like the timing is just off, you know, sometimes your, your mind isn't in a fat loss phase or your heart isn't in it, or, you know, maybe you're just coming off of like an illness or an injury and your body actually needs more time to heal. So you have to give yourself permission to stop a fat loss phase, even if you haven't reached your goal. There are so many women, myself included, that are miserable in this deficit that they've created for themselves, but they refuse to give themselves permission to get out of it. And it is okay to say like, Yes, I have goals, but right now this deficit is not in my best interest, okay? There are going to be times in your life where being in a deficit is not going to serve you well, and it is okay to put that goal on hold for a little bit and just be at maintenance until you can give 100% to your fat loss phase. Okay, so ladies, I want you to give yourself permission to get out of a cut if it's no longer serving you or you don't want to be in it anymore. But there are some other signs that you should pay attention to. So if you notice that like your sleep quality is tanking, you're waking up in the middle of the night and you're hungry, you have decreased energy in the gym and your lifts are suffering or if you're never hungry, or if you're constantly hungry, if all you can think about 24-7 is food because you are starving, you should get out of a fat loss phase and be in maintenance for a while. So remember, we don't live in deficit land. We visit and we get out and go home. All right, so let's kind of talk about the opposite of fat loss and let's talk about a building phase. So instead of taking away 10 to 15% of our maintenance calories, in a building phase, we want to be in a slight surplus. So you're going to add 10 to 15% to your maintenance calories and use that as your starting point. You know, one of the benefits of being in a build is it can speed up the process of adding muscle. The whole purpose of a build is to try to put on a little bit more muscle. And it's going to be a slow process. Just like you have to have patience in a fat loss phase, you have to have patience in a build. Unless you are completely new to fitness, okay, and you are experiencing the wonders of what we call newbie gains, where you can simultaneously put on muscle and lose fat at the same time, which is a very small window, by the way. And most of you listening to this are probably out of the newbie gains phase, but it can help speed up the process of adding some muscle. But keep in mind that you are also going to add some body fat. In a surplus, you are going to put on a little bit of body fat during this time. And so the golden rule here is that if you do not have a good relationship with your body, 
with the scale or with food, you are not ready for a build or a fat loss phase for that matter. And you should be spending time in maintenance working on those things. Okay. I'm going to repeat that. If you don't have a good relationship with your body, the scale, or food, you have no business being in anything other than maintenance. All right. So what can you expect when you're in a build? So you can expect to see the scale go up. The goal should probably be around two pounds a month, okay? And you're going to, you should expect to feel a little bit fluffy, okay? And this is where you have to be comfortable, again, with being uncomfortable. And you might have to buy bigger clothes, and that's okay, because we are working on building muscle. You're going to see a slight increase in body fat, but what you're also going to see is you're going to see an increase in energy. And your lifts at the gym are going to be better because you have more energy and can push more weight. And then you should plan on staying in a build for a minimum of six months. And then from there, you're going to go into a fat loss phase to reveal all the hard work that you did in your build. All right, the last phase that we're going to talk about, um, and then I'm going to wrap this up a little bit, is a reverse. I think there's a lot of confusion around a reverse and what a reverse diet is, but it's simply going back to maintenance from a fat loss phase. That's all it is. You're just moving from a fat loss phase back to maintenance calories. And I think some of the other confusion is that People think that they have to slowly add calories back and that by slowly adding calories back, they're going to somehow magically avoid putting on any body fat. But that's not the case. When you move out of a fat loss phase, even in maintenance, you're probably going to put on a little bit of body fat. But as long as you still, you know, eat, you know, 80 to 90 percent of nutritious food and you don't just stuff yourself with cake and candy and junk food, you're going to be able to minimize how much body fat you put on, but you're still going to put a little bit on. Okay. And, you know, by incrementally upping your calories, all you're doing is prolonging being in a deficit. And we don't want to be in a deficit any longer than we have to. So it's totally okay to just jump right back into maintenance calories. You're going to put on a little bit of body fat either way, so you might as well eat more calories while you're doing it. That's all the reverses. I'm not really going to spend any more time on it because it's simply just moving from a fat loss phase back up to maintenance. So I know we covered a lot today, but I hope you found it helpful. And I hope you found it freeing to know that we don't have to be chronic dieters, that there's life outside of a fat loss phase. And that we should be spending more time in maintenance and, you know, choosing being strong over being skinny. In the meantime, if you have any questions, comments, or there's a topic you would like me to discuss on a future show, you can follow me on Instagram at Shay underscore Markley or send an email to Shay at I think fit.com.